Hello, everybody. Kyle here. You are listening to the Chaos and Shadow podcast. And this week, I'm joined by my co-host, Pagan. Pagan, how are you doing today? I am good. How are you? Very well, thank you. We're sitting down to record this episode on August 27th. Uh, thank you, everybody, for for letting us have a week off here. I was super under the weather with all kinds of crazy headaches due to barometric pressure, lots of rain dancing around Pennsylvania. So uh, thank you for letting me have some time to just lay up. I wasn't really active on the blog or anything this week, but Pagan, you've been kicking some butt there, and I figured we could do a big recap episode to talk about our uh, previous seance we did with Katie Webb, because that was phenomenal. Talk about Mm -hmm. your new segment that you got going called Witchy Wednesdays. Talk about Mm -hmm. Devin Hunter coming by for Seance Saturday. And then the big tease I think we get into towards the end is we are, I think, officially locked for our interview with the Monroe Institute, uh, known for things like Hemisync and all kinds of other tie-ins like Project Stargate. But we'll we'll save that towards a little bit more the end of the episode. Pagan, I would like to start off just going over the Witchy Wednesday concept, because I miss this, but I think this is something mm-hmm. that a lot of people in the audience would be interested. So could you like line that up, how it went this past week and, and absolutely. So Witchy Wednesday kind of came out of this interesting conversation that I had with our good friend Stacy Scott. Um, she and I just were talking back and forth on Twitter. And I was like, you know, it'd be a really fun to have a group where we could practice divination, energy work, and everything else to not feel like we are pressured to get it right, to just explore and to play and to experiment, even if we're getting it wrong, even if we get the results wrong or any of those things. So that way we can grow in our own practices and our own skills. And that's where Witchy Wednesday really came out to be. This last Wednesday was so much fun. Oh my goodness. We had such a good time. There was only a small crew of us, but it was totally cool. Uh, We ended up pulling individual tarot cards. Now, I did tell everybody to use a traditional tarot deck. Now, what you may be asking is, what's a traditional tarot deck? Isn't that traditional enough? No, I'm talking like Rider Waite. I was using the Everyday Witch one from Deborah Blake because they have the traditional imagery on them. And that the reason that I wanted to do is I wanted to really start at a base level that had some good imagery on it so we could read specifically off of the imagery first and then do the actual text interpretation of what the card actually means and see if we got it right, not only to see if we got it right for the person that we were reading for, but also to see if we our readings compared to whoever else was reading for that person. And there were no questions asked. We just basically was like, okay... I'm going to read for Stacy, or I'm going to read for Tilly, or I'm going to, they're going to read for me. And we ended up doing it that way. So that way it was all intuition based and we could see where we ended up. And mostly we were really spot on. It was so much fun to do. And the things that we were also getting, and we were also getting some psychic downloads with the cards. So it wasn't just completely card based. It was also psychic stuff coming through that was really interesting. At one point in time when Stacy was reading for me, she actually picked up the spirit of my grandmother, oh. who's been long past for, oh, goodness, uh, 10 years now. And interestingly, knew some stuff about a woman that my grandmother used to always talk about. 
uh, named Isabel. So that was really cool and really fun to, uh, and she, you know, we had never even talked about my grandmother. I hardly ever speak about her, but it was very interesting that that came through in her reading for me. So it was a lot of fun. We're going to continue doing these kind of fun play experiment days um, every Wednesday. And this next one, we're actually going to do it over on Twitch so everybody can join. And I'm just going to tell everybody, bring your Oracle decks because that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the exact same thing, but we're going to do it with an Oracle deck instead. So bring your Oracle decks. It will be fun. It's going to be a good time. And that one's going to take place 7 p.m. Eastern on... uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. Excellent. So that's 4 p.m. Pacific time. Um, So for folks, that's twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Paranormal. I twisted Pagan's arm just a little bit to do some of them on Twitch because as much as we love Gilded, they still have some issues with people joining on mobile and some things like that. So we try and be super duper accommodating for everyone. We know we got like a lot of people mm-hmm. that like to come by the say on Saturdays over there on Twitch and those same people can't always make it onto the Gilded. But that being said, all the more reason to make sure you are joining the Gilded because that's going to be on and off. We're going to do about two a month over on Twitch and then two a month over on Gilded. So just to make sure you're getting the exclusive access to that, you know, make sure you join. That's revelatornetwork.com forward slash Gilded. Super easy. You just fill out a quick little application and boom, you're in. Um, but I'm really excited for it. I, I missed out on that one because I was totally like taking a nap trying to get yeah. rid of my headache. <laughs> we missed you too. I hope that you'll get to, you know, going forward, I hope you get to participate in all of them. So it was a lot of fun. We had a really good time. It was super chilled too. So don't worry if you don't feel like you're up to that par level yet. This is for everybody who has, you can be just starting out. The only thing that we do require is that you have at least a basic understanding of how tarot works or the divination that we're working in in that moment. But beyond that, you're still welcome to come and observe it. You're still welcome to come and be there. Um, if you're coming over to the ones in Gilded, those ones are more, I guess you could say hands-on, despite the fact that it's over the internet. Uh, but the ones on Twitch are definitely, if you're wanting to just observe how it works, you can totally come to that as well. So very easy, very open. And it's not about getting it right or wrong. It's about growing. So if you feel like you would like to grow in your skills, definitely come hang out with us. It's going to be a good time. It was a lot of fun. That's the key is not worrying about where you stand with it. Not worrying if you're getting it right or wrong. Um, We play with Zenner cards over on Twitch the one day. Uh, For those that don't know, Zenner cards are are kind of a sort of psychical aptitude thing. Uh, They were used in experiments. I want to say, oh, I could be just making fun of myself here, but I want to say they're 1800s, maybe early 1900s, but they were used in some experiments where they're, they're simple cards. They got very basic shapes on them, stars, squares, circles, um, squiggly lines. It's very, very generic in that sense. And we did those on Twitch and they felt so bad, probably because I wasn't focusing enough on sending them to the audience, but people were so worried that they were getting them wrong. And that's the thing in all my reading is the first thing to get rid of is that fear of getting it wrong. Cause first of all, it's not life or death, right? These are just uh, divinatory reads. So we're going to probably play with those in the future in some way, shape or form. Um, I kind of don't want to segue too far ahead, but our friend Devin Hunter for coming by and say on Saturday has some really, really neat ideas uh, to go through, but we'll just save that for an extra second and say again, witchy Wednesdays happening on Twitch and on Gilded, but the first one that you guys are going to have access to on uh, 
September 1st. That should just be a couple days after this airs. That one will be up at Twitch, 7 p.m. Eastern. You find a link to it in the bio below, and I really look forward to it. So we need Oracle cards for this if we want to participate. Need Oracle cards, yes. Any Oracle deck will do. Um, preferably one that has a really great, beautiful imagery uh, that matches kind of similar to what the meaning of the card is. So, for example, there are some decks out there that will have just kind of generic uh, imagery that doesn't really match the the wording for your card. So make sure that if you choose a deck, and it's okay if you don't have one, like if you don't have a deck that matches what I'm saying, that's okay. Just bring it anyway. We'll make it work. This is all about trying to expand how we read tarot, how we read Oracle, how we read our divination, and trying different ways to look at it instead of just the pull a card, flip open the book, see if I got it right, you know, we're trying to also trust our intuition because a big thing for me, one of the reasons why I really wanted to do a group like this is a, I had never found a group like this anywhere. And B uh, there are times when I've done readings where I'm like, I don't even know if this is like meant for you. Like is, am I spot on? Like I'm like, I wasn't trusting my own intuition despite what I knew my intuition was saying. I wasn't trusting it. And that's kind of where, where I really wanted to have this group is so that we can kind of grow and really get to the point where we were comfortable in our own intuition, whether or not we got it wrong. Because sometimes when we think, you know, when the person's like, Oh no, that doesn't resonate. But six months down the road, it's going to resonate. It doesn't resonate in that moment. And that's like okay. That. That's perfectly fine. I like that. And, you know, as someone who uh, kind of, well, I would say, I mean, I purchased my first tarot deck because of you, Pagan. So I would say to people mm-hmm. out there, even if you don't have a deck, this is a great chance to just sit in and watch and start to understand. Because it wasn't until I heard and saw Pagan doing reads for other people that I came across the idea that I wanted to buy my own deck. So if you're someone that's listening to this and you're still on the fence, you don't even have one at home, this is a good chance to come by, see what it's about, see what it's like to just do this. Uh Because like you said, Pagan, I think um, to no one's detriment, when these groups of any kind like this start up, I, I feel like there's a natural like linear progression, right? People start feeling more comfortable and they start building upon themselves. And then sometimes people are coming by and they're like, ah, I just, I don't know if I'm going to fit in there. I don't know if I have the chops for it, you know, whatever shape that might take. But this group is specifically to combat that in a way, is my understanding, is just to be that super fun space where people can come and experiment. There's going to be a a theme each week. So folks can come Mm -hmm. in and out for whatever they're most interested in. Um, but again, if, if, if you go on to like Ogham, for example, the, like the, the pulling of sticks and not everyone has that, I think people at home, it's a great chance to see how it's done. And like, that might make you want to invest in some, this is pe- speaking from personal experience. Cause that's how I work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not going to be, you know, where we may end up having a night where we do something like bibliomancy Mm, or if you have a bag of crystals we might pull a crystal and see what the crystal is telling us about the person so it's not going to be just cards and all that stuff it's going to be all sorts of cool stuff we might you know kyle and i kind of talked a little bit about doing some remote viewing practice and stuff like that it's about honing all of our witchy skills not just divination skills so all of those things going forward if you're unsure of like, I don't know how to do this, or I've never had anything like this. There's stuff I don't even know how to do that. I'm hoping that this group 
that I can practice with them and get better at those skills. So this is not just about me teaching. This is about me experimenting and playing with all of you as well. So come join us. It's going to be a good time. I promise. Having fun is key. And again, to folks out there listening, like to make sure you're not missing this, definitely, definitely get in the Gilded server because that's where we, I'd say that is by far the place we send out the most kind of accurate Mm -hmm. notifications. If there's a last minute change in our schedules, it always is a ping over there. The Twitter algorithm is kind of weird. I will shout this out as a little bit of a plug that uh, I have started making a Twitter tag list. And what that means is if I post something that I think a lot of folks are going to want to know about, like say on Saturday this weekend or whatever, I have a group of people that have interacted with a previous tweet and I'm going ahead and tagging them below it, you know, whatever this announcement is. So I put an announcement tweet and I tag these folks. If anyone here wants on that list, uh, probably DM me on Twitter. But again, get in the Guild mm-hmm. server. I'd say download it on your phone if you can. If you leave notifications on, we make sure not to just, we do not sit there and just ping you all day long. But we do send out notifications no, no, no. of timely changes. Again, what's coming up the next week. Um, so if you want to get involved in this and say on Saturday, having Gilded open somewhere so you're checking it regularly um, just throughout the week, it's a good way to get involved. Because I think I'm going to speak here. Our, our schedule is going to change a little bit as we go into September. But at a far glance, we got these Wednesday, uh, witchy Wednesdays happening every Wednesday, about 7 p.m. Eastern time. Thursdays, we do our little meetup like we did last night. Super fun, super chill. Um, It was just you, Mm -hmm. me, and Tilly last night where we were going over this weekend stuff. And those are great. That's kind of a planning and discussion on what we want to do for, say, on Saturdays. We prep the tools we're going to need. We talk about what things people might want to bring to those. And then those happen about 7 p.m. Eastern time as well. Then, say, on Saturdays, we're going to be moving those to the 8 p.m. Eastern time hour block. Just... At least through September, we're going to see how it goes, see if we can manage it then. Makes uh, poor Pagan's time a little bit harder, but we know we got a lot of people mm-hmm. at home who often can't even make it until then, especially folks that are on uh, Pacific time. Because if we start at 8 p. Eastern, that's 5 p.m. Pacific. And so yeah. folks mm-hmm. are probably just getting home from whatever they're doing that day. But we'd love, love, love to see. Uh, we had such a good turnout last week. Um, the say on Saturdays, so those are every Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, starting as a September, all on twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Paranormal. And those are going to happen the whole way through October. Um, we're going to do them almost every yes. week if we can. We want to make sure that our energy levels are okay. We don't want to burn ourselves or anyone else out. But that's why this weekend, you guys actually will be catching this episode afterwards. But on August 28th, we'll have done a mini ceremony which is probably a great time to talk about a little bit of recap from Katie Webb joining us on say on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) She came by on the 21st and holy crap, Pagan, that was so much fun. Of course she was the right person to have as our first guest host for those. (laughs) Uh, Katie Webb has been our first for so many things on the podcast. I think you called this out, Pagan, but she's our first uh, interviewer, interviewee, I should say. And she's just kicked so much butt and won us over in so many amazing ways with her talks about ethical ghost investigations and just elementals, divination. Katie Webb is a wealth of knowledge. So I kind of want to have you talk a little bit about that, too, because I 
was sitting there doing the Estes method. So I was all blindfolded and <laughs> headphoned in the corner. Poor Katie Webb. I barely got to see her, but it was so fun. <laughs> so what was it like from your side, say on Saturday, we were connecting with the house and the spirits around me. So the cool thing about it was I love the spirits of your house. They're very interesting and they're very diverse in a lot of ways. And we learned this very much from our first seance in your house because we were just trying to get to know how many spirits were there, who was there, what was there. And I say what because there's not just human spirits there. There's other spirits there. And I don't mean other in a negative fashion. None of these spirits were negative. None of them were bad per se. If you want to put them in a bad category, none of them fit that. They Some of them were playful. Um, as we learned last week with Katie, they were sassy. Holy crap, were they sassy. There was so much sass involved in some of those conversations that it was very interesting, though, because the spirits that we first started out communicating with was the old man, who we believe is probably Dr. Scott. But we're not 100% sure yet. We're still figuring that out. And that's totally fair and fine. Uh, he came through a little bit. But after a while, he and, and there was a female spirit as well. They kind of were there, but they weren't chatty. They were just hanging out, which was cool. But the the interesting ones were the we're I'm loosely calling them extraterrestrials slash ultra terrestrials. We're not a hundred percent exactly sure what they are or non where they're from. Entities. We kind of got some fun stuff. Yeah, entities is a good way to put it. So entity, these entities, there was roughly about six of them that we were kind of, in a way, remote viewing. And in the beginning, they were having a hard time communicating. They were communicating very easily with the pendulum and some other divination techniques. But mostly they were having a hard time communicating through the spirit box until they figured it out. And then, boy, did that spirit box start talking. <laughs> And they got sassy, like really sassy. <laughs> we got some, mm -hmm. and I'm like, and I, at one point in time, I believe I told Katie, I was like, I think that they're actually picking up our own sass and our own energy that's sassy. And they're not necessarily mimicking us, but learning from us how to communicate. And it was very rapid how they were doing it. And it was really interesting, but they were very centered around Kyle. And I, at one point in time, he kept saying, Kyle kept telling everyone, he was like, oh, I'm feeling like somebody touching my foot or there's somebody in front of me, or I feel like somebody's trying to walk past, but they can't get pat by. Yeah. And what Katie and I were both seeing was that they kept touching you and they continued to do that so they could communicate easier through you. It Ooh. was just really, it was such a fun night. It was not fun or it wasn't like spooky, scary. No. It was spooky fun. It, none of it felt bad. None of it felt eerie or disturbing. It was just like these entities, whatever they were, were very interested in you as an individual. And they were very interested in what we were doing and communicating. And it was just a lot of fun. So I don't know if they're the IMACs that we've kind of talked about with the Monroe Institute stuff or if they're... Um, oh, gosh. Uh, Frank's box people. Oh, ones. I don't yeah. 
Just, just because uh, we've talked about some of those before, or if they were our mermaids, because we did pull a mermaid card at one point in time, so it felt like the mermaids might have been there. I don't know who these were, but they were very interesting, very chatty. Uh, we did kind of ask them some silly, kind of new, quirky questions at the end, and they were very not amused <laughs> at all. They were very confused and as we were kind of remote viewing and seeing like, you could see at one point in time, these beings turned and kind of looked at each other. Like what on earth are you humans asking us? <laughs> I don't understand. And it was just very much, it was fun. And we, we apologized at the end because we're like, we had to ask these questions because we've communicated with other beings similar to you that knew these answers. Y'all didn't. And that's fine. That's okay. So I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to talking to this group again. Um, they did also ask for a burning of bay leaves. Uh, one bay leaf per uh, individual that was there. So we burned six in total. And the, that was the offering that they wanted. And it was very heartwarming the way that they did it. It was very nice. And so... Yeah, it was just, it was a really pleasant evening. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I look forward to doing it again. <laughs> that was really great. I mean, like you you mentioned a lot of the things I, again, so I was blindfolded and basically in the corner here, you know, which is fun because I was on two different cameras. We got to use our Aura camera by Resolution Research. They gave us a couple free months of that. And um, just a normal DSLR over there. And so I'm blindfolded with these really quality headphones. This was a recommendation the new Kirks made. Um, these headphones are super great. They're drummer ones. So I can't even hear if my phone alarm goes off. If I can't feel it vibrating, like <laughs> yeah. legitimately deafens you to the world. Uh, and so I'm sitting there as you two are having fun over on the computer. And I definitely, like you were mentioning, I noticed uh, what felt like a man standing next to me and then i got the big vibe that he was trying to walk past me but couldn't like you said so i remember calling out that i felt like i needed to move my my toes under the chair so they wouldn't be like stepped on and then like you mentioned there was also this very light non-invasive um almost just like something like moving the, the hairs on your arm sort of vibe uh for my hand my arm and then almost like what felt like Almost like a tickle at my side at one point, and none of it was invasive. <laughs> yeah, <poked> or... you. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, nothing was invasive <laughs> or unwanted in that way. Like it was all totally fine. They were all very super, super respectful. But it was very cool to see, I don't know, just the whole collective group channeling all these good vibes at these entities and how well they responded in turn. I mean, I think that's what's so cool about this. This train of thought, this new style of investigation we've gotten into. Um, thanks to the new Kirks. Thanks to Katie Webb. Thanks to Michelle mm -hmm. Bellinger. Like all these people. And I'm, I'm leaving so many folks out of that list. Just to name them all would take forever. But thanks to all the people we've been interviewing for this last year. I mean, we've got to meet and, and collect so many interesting takes on the paranormal. Uh, to put it all into practice just blows my mind how accessible it is. Because I thought this was only the stuff of... I don't know, going to like extreme locations would get you this or, you know, you needed to have mm -hmm. super expensive technology because that's what a lot of the travel channel, just, you know, that sort of stuff promotes. Um, you see that on TV a lot. But when it comes down to it, really, you and some friends can make great connection right where you are. And I think that's a testament to the the, the viewership that we have over on, on Twitch and over in the Gilded server because... 
just this culmination of all these wonderful people coming together and just honestly, earnestly asking these questions and getting such fascinating results. Like I'm in the middle of watching back Katie Webbs. And if anyone wants to get access to it, it's available for people of the contributor tier or higher for the Revelator Network. Um, I've already posted a link to it over in the Gilded server there. So again, more reason to get involved. But uh, it's in the RPN members area. If you want to see, it's in the member exclusive channel. But we've got that whole thing recorded and put up on YouTube. It might go live to the public in like a month or so. Um, That's kind of the way we go about these things. So you can stay tuned. You know, if you can't afford it, totally understand. You can also get two weeks free, just saying. I mean, this is me just shouting out the show and all the stuff. But seriously, (laughs) you can go get a two-week free trial of it if you'd like. Uh, but it was just so fun. Katie Webb was absolutely, like I said earlier, the perfect person to invite in as our first guest host for this. Uh, we've been doing the Seance Saturdays pretty regularly since we started them in June, I think it was. We, yeah, it was, I think, early June we sat down and started doing them. Mm-hmm. The results in Salt Lake City were interesting, but I feel like you were saying the house has some really, really cool vibes to it. And I think a lot of people have remotely, you know, virtually online picked up on some of the entities that I felt I noticed in the house when I was a kid living here 20 some years ago. So to hear people online pick them up is just fascinating. You remember our our uh, friend Shan Solo from Twitch. She came by... Mm -hmm one day into the Twitch chat. This was before we were doing a seance. And she picked up on a male entity upstairs who she thought worked on a railroad and all kinds of stuff. And the accuracy of her just gut reading of the place was so interesting to me. Like, I feel, as you mentioned, the people here in the house, the entities in the house seem to want really, really good things for folks. So I'm really happy that we can be opening it up to them, to you all. And uh, making these good connections. You and I, Pagan, are so interested in making friends on the other side that I think it guides us in the right way. Like, it seems to get us exactly, I think it's our honesty with it that helps us. It opens doors. So. Absolutely. I, I, I'm happy being. You know, we kind of, um, in not necessarily, like in a half sincere, half joking, kind of playful way, um, said that we really did just want to make friends on the other side. And I remember telling you after the seance that night, I was like, I feel like we made some friends on the other side tonight. This was kind of cool. So, uh, you know, putting that out there to the universe, uh, I am genuinely excited to continue to make friends through the house, through wherever we choose to remote investigate. Um, However, we end up doing it in the future. This is just a a wonderful example of the doors that can be opened through just genuine goodness of going into investigating and that you don't have to go to an, a place to disturb the place yeah. to communicate with the entities that are there because they can still communicate with you. Sometimes it's a little harder, but, you know, if these entities were on you know, from the moon or on the moon or observing or remote viewing or astrally projecting from another place near the moon, like they had kind of mentioned, it was very interesting. Oh, goodness gracious. I completely forgot to mention something that happened that got, I totally just popped in my brain. That was so important. Share away. This group ended up guiding us through a ritual to give us sacred sight. Oh, I forgot about that too. I completely forgot about it till just now. And 
they, you know, the burning of the bay leaves was one thing. At one point in time, they asked for wine, which I ended up drinking a water that was kind of like wine colored. Uh, and they said that that was sufficient. And then we did something else that was very interesting. I don't even remember what the third thing was, but it was ultimately our ritual that we did. And, you know, we asked, what is this ritual for? And I ended up pulling an Oracle card that, uh, said that it was for the gift of sacred sight. We asked if that was the thing and we got a yes. And so we ended up with a gift of sacred sight. I don't know if it was to see these entities or communicate more clearly with them or communicate more clearly with others. I don't know what it is, but uh, it was a lot of fun. It was very, very honest and open and they were very genuinely kind about it. It did not feel any, there was no maliciousness in this ritual at all. It was not like, oh, we're going to take something from you or do anything like that. There was nothing scary about it. It was just, it felt good the whole time. It, like everything about that night just felt so good and genuine and kind. I agree. I also want to shout out our friend um, Bex in the Liminal. I had a really good conversation with her over on Twitter because in one of our last episodes when I kind of railed against uh, going and investigating in person. You, you triggered this memory a minute ago. Uh, she had such nice things to say about that because I think she mentioned being on the fence of that too, where nowadays it feels like, I guess as we mature just collectively as this paranormal group, I think a lot of us are seeing how going and disturbing a place can be not only potentially offensive to the spirits there, but it doesn't give us the results that we want in our, well, like, you know, part of the paranormal community just wants to get hardcore, reliable research, right? Like they want to catch a ghost on camera and present it to the world, but that hasn't happened yet. And so I think that's what guides you and I to do this more exciting, more playful approach of just, well, let's see what we get. Let's see what comes through. Let's give them a, a microphone so they can have a chance to speak. And Bex and I had this great conversation back and forth. Uh, again, I was sort of worried. I was like, maybe me telling people that it is kind of rude at times barging into these places. I, I was kind of worried how the community might receive that message. And in fact, she was very much uh, on on my side in, in agreement of that and saying that her investigative style is also changing very much in that way. Because, well, just again, all the people that we're surrounded by, all these folks that are preaching a more message of... Um, being ethical in your investigations, being respectful in your boundaries, uh, taking care of the locations that you do visit, not riling things up and just letting it sit. I, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. really happy to see so much of the community coming around to this newer approach to it. I like to call it New Kirkian because our friends with the, you know, the New Kirks <laughs> and Hellier and how that shifted our path. That really put us on the path of even making this podcast and getting together to do all of this. It's, I guess, just really heartwarming overall. I think that's what I'm trying to say is I'm very, very happy to see so many people accepting and embracing this kind of change. As we said, we're trying to make friends on the other side, whatever that might look like, whoever wants to come by and communicate. I try and really emphasize that here in the house. When I am doing these Saturday seances, I like to prep them for it. I go around usually the night before and the day of, and I say, hey... Uh, there's going to be this happening at this time in this room. If you want to evacuate that area, be free to do so. You know, go enjoy the outside of the property. Go 
upstairs. You know, we're only going to be in this one space. So if you want to come by, come by. If you don't, you don't have to. No one's expecting you to show off. But when you do, people love you all the more for it. And I've just gotten some of the sweetest messages. I've created that YouTube channel recently, My Haunted Mm -hmm. Victorian Home. And people say the nicest things in the comments there. They're like, I'm just going off of memory, but I've seen stuff like, Kyle, I feel like the spirits in your house are so happy. And someone said something to the effect of, I love how you talk to the spirits of your house and that you, you know, you're, you're making room for them and accommodating them and all this other stuff. So to everyone that's been over there following, uh, that means the world to me. So there's a new episode today as of the 27th. I just uploaded. It's not an exploratory one of the house, but it is me sitting down and going over a lot of the really positive construction stuff we had happen early in the week. That was another reason that Pagan and I couldn't record is I had contractors here for two days. They did a lot of good stuff. We actually have a fully functioning bathroom upstairs again, which is oh, yay. really good. I mean, the house probably feels better now that it doesn't have like plumbing leaking into, you know, the floorboards or anything. So I'm sure they're all thrilled. But also the guy and his son that came out to work on it, I kept telling the house, I'm like, these guys have such good energy and they've worked on a lot of old houses in the area. So I was like, these are the dudes you want to have working here. Like they're just here to make this whole place nicer and more pristine. And so we got some work done on the roof. We got the bathroom fixed. We got quotes on other things. The whole roof is going to need replaced at some point, such as life and Mm -hmm. such as having an, I think, almost original slate roof. Like It's really old. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. This roof might be like 100 years old. Maybe I'm totally a dork and I don't know, but like (laughs) it's it's not any kind of modern, you know, stapled on stuff. It's original slate it looks like so i think that the spirits of the house are probably having a little party of their own with just the idea that things are getting replaced and repaired and i'm so happy to see people at home are picking up on that vibe as well um in that video i talked about i didn't tell pagan this yet but i did start to clear out a china closet in the dining room which will be eventually be the seance room and Mm -hmm. i have put in um Drawing a blank on the word. The incense and stuff that you sent me in the mail. I put in there the spell bottles. I have the crystals in there. So it's kind of turning into this nice little alchemy cabinet, if you will, in that room. You have a little witchy cabinet. I need to reorganize my witchy cabinet, to be fair. (laughs) Mine needs some love. (laughs) I feel you. This one still is full of other stuff. Like It's got probably 30 year old potpourri in there so it's got it, but oh my goodness. It, it smells appropriate for i think a cabinet of this quality but uh it's really cool because <laughs> it itself is an old 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 piece and i think we're just bringing a lot of hopefully peace and not only peace but like a re-energizing in the right way i feel like we're getting this house back to kind of be a party house like a, a place that people can have fun and the spirits can have fun and hopefully everyone can do that kind of liminal activity here, if you will. So I just feel very I, whole with it all. I love that so much. I, I think it's such a great and wonderful environment. And, you know, from my haunted farm to your haunted Victoria yes. home, I, I think it's so awesome that, you know, we're not going out there and trying to force evacuation of your spirits and trying to make peace and, you know, have a space for them. Yes. Whether it be, you know, as, as Tenny said in the interview that he, we did with him, 
that some beings do live on the earthly plane, not the astral plane that overlaps into the earthly. So, you know, making some space for these beings that happen to possibly be in the same plane as us, I think is just so wholesome in so many ways because of the fact that a lot of times in, you know, paranormal history, that's something that hasn't been done. It's, you know, get out and let me have my space. I'm the right. human here. But now we're we're changing the narrative and saying, no, you can stay. Just don't cause any trouble, but we can still be roommates and have a good time together. It's fine. My, Which is a lot more important. My high school friend that I'm I'm hanging out with all the time here, um, he he definitely picks up on some of these spirits of the house. He used to back in the day when he would come over. And uh, it was really funny to hear him say something like I had said to the spirits in the house while he's here. It's like, I think this is when I was moving in. I was like, please just don't break any electronics. I already have bad enough luck with it. And he made a quirky joke about that as well. He's like, yeah, this guy already has enough tech problems. Don't, don't, don't bust any of that stuff and you'll be fine. So I, I think a <laughs> lot of the spirits here just having a, a really good time. And speaking of Tenny, we're going to try and get him to come by a seance in the future uh, whenever his schedule eases up. I know he expressed a lot of interest. And I think we can safely shout out that uh, Michelle Bellinger and Illyria are probably going to come by. It looks like Saturday, the 23rd of October. Now, unfortunately, their email got sent to spam, of course. So I missed it by like a whole week or so. But that's the date that they were looking towards in there. But that would be a really cool one week out from Halloween. So that the energy should be like crackling um really good time to have michelle and Illyria come by and they were just so fun to talk to for those that didn't hear it the we got to post the house keparu interview live here on the podcast feed just about two to three weeks back so go listen to that they're phenomenal you've probably heard michelle speak to us like three times now but that was the first time we got to hear Illyria live and she's just the most energetic like bubbly person to have on so she is adorable i we love you Larry. if you're listening work. we adore you so much <laughs> we do we absolutely do if that if that comes together for an october 23rd thing i would just be the happiest being because i don't know just so much fun uh michelle had had the idea and this isn't going to work out we're gonna we're gonna work on, with them on this but she had talked to us in that interview about it was right before it so maybe you can't hear it but she had talked about uh, energetically moving a planchette on a Ouija board through someone else. We're going to have a hard time doing that since Delta variant is super hard. We're not going to have anyone, you know, it's going to just be me at home here by myself. So we're just going to see, we're going to see what we're going to work on. Cause I know she's got cool ideas. They are sending us pagan, a copy of uh, Michelle's psychical aptitude cards, which are going to be so Yay. fun to play with. So we got to keep our eyes in the mail there. Um, But Michelle has these great cards and I'm going off of memory, but they're just kind of like oval looking cards that have really strong feelings on them. So color, a word, and it's just really to channel something that people can easily pick up on while practicing their psychical abilities. I'm sure Mm -hmm. we could whip those out and do some really fun stuff as well. So. 
those could be fun to play with also on Witchy Wednesdays too, to you know, help yes. people tech in, uh, tap into that kind of stuff. But, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, I was like, you know, I want to say that our first interview with Michelle, I want to say it was like October 9th. <gasps> so it's really kind of fun and yeah. fitting that she's coming back by for a seance with us in October. So that's super cool if that's going to work out the way that it does. That is <laughs> such a good point. I love that. Um, also, Devin Hunter is coming by on September 18th. We're locking down what we want to do with him because he sent through so many good ideas that I think we're going to have to make it into like a two or three parter, to be honest, which I know no one out there is going to be upset to hear Devin Hunter coming back around. I can't promise you what his schedule will be, but he sent through such cool ideas and we need to see if he has some of the tech that he mentioned, but he wants to do things from... Uh, kind of psychical aptitude cards of his own sort of approach to um, e-meters. That is such an interesting thing. If he has one to work with, I don't want to like conflate these two things and scare people, but I'll just say, if you know anything about Scientology and you know when they have people come in to do those reads, they have people hold on to these, I kind of want to say paddles, but they're mm, like little cylinders and they put their hands on each one and it, reads out your electromagnetic-y kind of state of your body. Now, Scientology is terrible, and it's totally a manipulative cult. Like, let's not mince words here. Whether or not there's a cult truth in it, which I think they have some occultism built into it, they mm -hmm. manipulate that stuff for the worst. So while you're in a Scientology thing, they're asking you questions about your life while you're on these e-meters, and they're recording it to blackmail you. Like, let's not mince words. Yeah. But in truth... Let's separate the tool from the terror, right? An e-meter on its own is a super neat idea. And so Devin has this one where he wants to see if as a group we can psychically channel energy to a person, probably him holding on to because I definitely don't have one. But uh, we're thinking maybe we'd channel that energy to him and we could see if we could move this little dial. No one's secrets are going to be recorded for blackmail in this, I promise you. Um, but I think it's just so cool. And I'm leaving a couple little things off the thing just to be fun and and teasy but september 18th uh that one might happen at 7 p.m eastern time that is the time we gave him before we looked at bumping it back an hour so mm -hmm. again just just pay attention to the schedule out there everybody but september 18th devin hunter if you didn't catch his interview he is just so much fun like he has been so so kind to us since we've met him and I, all I can also tease is there's going to be stuff going on with him and the Witch's Sabbath coming back up in November. Mm -hmm. It'll be a good time, everybody. Stay tuned. And like we said before, if you really want to keep on top of those times and dates, the best thing for you to do is really get into Gilded and just at least pay attention to the Gilded pings, even if you don't do anything else with Gilded. We hope you do more with Gilded. But if you don't do anything else with Gilded, we won't hold it against you. Just pay attention to those pings because those pings are going to be the one thing that tells you, yes, this is the time. Time has changed. Date has changed. Something's going on. Or, hey, the event is starting. You know, hold on to your butts and get in the <laughs> wherever we're at. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I need to make an easier link for this. But, um... There is also a way. So if you're up on the Revelator Network site, the other thing that Peggy and I do a pretty great job about is sending out notification emails. Um, we don't mean to blow mm -hmm. up anyone's inbox, but throughout the week, again, we you get one, I think, if your notifications are set for blog posts, you can keep that on or off. Of course, we'd love for you to have it on to see them. But uh, 
mainly if you get yourself signed up, that's either logging into a full membership account. There's a little login button there. But also, I think in the podcast description, I should double check this, revelatornetwork.com forward slash newsletter dash sign up lets you actually just put your name in the list and then that should put you on the email list as well so you can get notifications of things we send out. So just keep your eyes peeled. Like Pagan said, Gilded is by by far going to be the best place to do that. That is the most reliable. That is where we're always accessible and chatting. But the news up on the website is fantastic, too. I, I don't want to dwell too, too much, but I will say uh, Pagan has been absolutely killing it with reviews up there. So I see <laughs> yes. one on Kiki Jambrowski's <laughs> book, A Curious Future. We have one up there from Pagan, The Hedge Witch's Little Book of Spells, Charms, and I have to wait for it to expand. And Bruise, I believe. Yes. yes. That is up there as well. So folks can get in on those. But I want to save a little bit of time here at the end because we're getting close to an hour to talk about the Monroe Institute because they were super kind enough. Even though I was in a headachey haze, I made sure to get this time on Wednesday to sit down and chat with them. And they were just so kind. I got to talk to Steven, the executive director. They gave me a little bit of background on stuff. Um, we were just chatting about what form the interview would take and like kind of what the questions were that we're going to ask. Because I get the vibe the Monroe Institute has not had a lot of people like us coming by to ask good questions. And in fact, I mean, they were just so open to wanting to talk about things like their initial involvement with Project Stargate. For those that are familiar, Joe McMonagall still teaches classes there. Like he has an online course happening, I think sometime in September. I might be speaking wrong, but I got an email about it. So that's happening. They have a new app called the Expand app. Uh, It has a free and paid version to it. So you can download it for free, try some of this stuff. Um, No time limit on that, but there's, you know, select courses that are free, select that are paid. Um, But just, I am beyond excited to get a real genuine history from them instead of getting it from like Vice and other folks that have reported on Mm -hmm. stuff. Because after I sat down that call, I realized that vice person, you know, no shade to them, but as an outsider, they got some of it wrong and didn't differentiate enough where there are things. So as someone that's been doing Hemisync for a while, um, I've learned that Hemisync isn't even the proper term these days. It goes by Monroe Sound Science because there was a split in the in the company, a natural split, not not like a drama split but there was one where um, Monroe the Monroe Institute went to be nonprofit, whereas Hemisync went to be for profit and so we're just going to get the huge download on a ton of information and I could not be more excited for it myself I am super excited because I when we originally started looking into Hemisync I wasn't able to because of scheduling to really get deep into it. So I was kind of relying on learning about it from you, which was totally fine. And now I've actually gotten to experience some of it and play around with it. And it is super fun. And I'm really excited to sit down and hear more about the Monroe Institute and learning about all the stuff that they offer, their history, and all of the cool people that hopefully we get to talk to through them, and all of the fun things that they've gotten to experience as well. So I think it's going to be a really interesting 
series, hopefully, (laughs) that we get to sit down and just let them tell us everything, everything. Just tell us all that we need to know, all the cool stuff. I'm excited for it. And I can't wait. Yay. (laughs) I know. I'm trying not to like tease too much because it was technically like an off the books conversation. You know, it wasn't the formal interview. So I'm leaving a lot of things so people can wait and hope and all that. Oh, by the way, to make it easy for dates, you know, we were just talking uh, Devin Hunter on September 18th. It should be that this interview goes live with the Monroe Institute on September 20th. So Devin on the 18th, Monroe Institute on the 20th really stack in your late September. You're going to be going into like the the spooky season with such good vibes. So things with the Monroe Institute that are not off the table. Let me talk about this for just a sec. But the idea of speaking to non-human entities, as they like to call them, is absolutely going to come up. And that's something that I wasn't sure about. I wasn't sure um, in this day and age where a lot of our audience knows there are dangerous conspiracy theories out there, right? Like all of QAnon is based on scary, dangerous stuff. And we know there's a lot of anti-Semitism baked into parts of the the paranormal um, conspiracy stuff. I, you know, as a guy that does a lot of the pitching for this podcast, I always try to be in the know about what our people are comfortable with. And specifically to uphold our values, right? Because we're a no bigotry podcast. We do not tolerate a single iota of that. So you can just be gone right now. If that's your jam, get out. Um, And with that, you know, we've published our episodes about that in the past, calling out the dangerous white supremacy and everything. And so when I got to sit down and chat with them, um, that was obviously something that came up briefly was like, steering clear of any of that and i'd asked if they had had problems in the past and they alluded you know hey we every once in a while get reached out to by someone that wants to infer that we're you know doing x y and z and they're like no our thing is all about giving people the tools to go and kind of expand their consciousness and meet with other things that they might want to talk to so they were very very open and very welcoming about just so in sync with our own vibe that I couldn't put my smile away when I was on that call. Like I was just oh, good. <laughs> beaming while talking to their executive director. So I don't want to spoil much more than that. We'll save a lot of the in-depth stuff for later. But uh, we also kind of alluded to the fact that this could be an ongoing series thing. I, I, I said, hey, look, you know, we're going to do this one episode. We'll send it to you, see how everyone feels. But I think we're going to probably get to go back around and ask some really neat questions about their I miss these um, channeled sessions from the 80s. See what sort of ultra terrestrials they might have been talking to. I don't know. I'll just leave it there and say they were super kind, super sweet. And I am just jazzed. Not only that, but I'm, I'm jazzed to someday go to the Monroe Institute itself, like the actual campus. That's a now firmly, firmly on my list of things to do, having heard their experiences, too. September, everyone. I'm so excited. I know. I can't wait. (laughs) And it's, again, just a big shout out to all the people that listen and support the podcast, to people that share it over on Twitter and tell their friends about it. I mean, word of mouth is absolutely the thing that we thrive on. So if you got a chance and you want to leave us a review on whatever podcast player you like, those are amazing. If you're listening to us on one that doesn't do that, but you have access to iTunes, um, using Apple Podcasts is a great place. 
We love to shout out, or we should get back to shouting out some five-star reviews. If you want to leave us a little message over there, it makes it all the easier. That's what we can actually shout out if you write something. Um, I should go back in there and take a little look-see. The move, the caring for the house has switched my brain ways for just a little bit. But just so everyone out there knows, from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate you a ton. If you're not already listening to it, you need to go subscribe to Pagan's Witchy Corner because Pagan's over there kicking butt, doing wonderful interviews. We're going to have some people coming by for that here. But again, just a thank you for for letting me have this time to get into the house, to get my brain settled because I know October and September are just going to be so, so exciting, top to bottom, from Witchy Wednesdays to, say, on Saturdays. It's going to be really, really fun. So, Pagan, thank you it so much. It's going to be awesome. This has been thank a blast. Thank you as well. I love these little casual things. I mean, maybe that's the last thing to say is um, that we found a lot of joy in just doing these little casual chats for folks, too, instead of doing, like, a big... Um, kind of written up thing not not to say by any means that we're gonna abandon the idea of doing research and everything but just having a total fun time sitting down sharing our experiences telling people what's been going on with our seances and what kind of things we've been talking to in the middle so i hope people are enjoying it out there i really do i think it's been uh just such an exciting evolution for us it's just as a group Mm -hmm. definitely well I say we call it here. I have no more to say. Pagan, do you have anything else you want to leave with folks? Because I'm good. I uh, The only thing I can tell you guys is we did briefly talk about the cool reviews that are happening. If you are interested in all the cool witchy reviews that we've been doing, uh, those air every Friday on the blog at 9 a.m. Central Time, or that would be 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So if you are interested in those and you want to hear our thoughts on those really cool books that are, we're getting from our partners over at Llewellyn yeah. and the other publishers, definitely go check those out. Those are so awesome. The books they have sent us are just phenomenal. And we have one coming up here every Friday for the foreseeable future. So check those out. Check out all the blog stuff, by the way, as well, because it's all awesome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you totally should go through the list. I mean, we keep it spicy and interesting. It is not just like a one trick pony. From reviews to the seance stuff, um, I try and post those My Haunted Victorian Home episodes up there. Pagan does a great job of posting the show notes up there for episodes, although we don't do them for these little fun casual episodes. These aren't, yeah. you don't need show notes for this. This is just random BS. Um, but all of our interview stuff goes up there as well. So, oh, and I, in the next little bit, have another Tour Hour Toolkit Um blog post coming out that one would be on the gans frame so i should probably press that live for tuesday august 31st the end of the month is when that one should go up there live so again get yourself subscribed get yourself up on the site and if you want to become a paying member hey we will get you access to all kinds of cool things that's how you're going to get um into some of the bonus calls that we do And we're going to make that all, I'm sure, as we get into September, a lot more scheduled. (laughs) Dodging contractors is a pain in the butt. So (laughs) bear with us, folks. Thank you again for all that you do and just all the amazing support all around. So stay safe out there, everyone. Be good to each other. And we will catch up with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.